Hey, what's up, everybody? This is C3 Films, and this is an open discussion. My name is Chris, and this is... Cheryl. And today, we are going to be talking about the movie The Little Things with Denzel Washington, Remy Malek, and Jared Leto. So if you haven't seen that movie, we are going into spoiler territory. So run away, watch the movie, and then come back and let us know what you thought about it. So we're gonna we're just going to go ahead and just jump right in. Uh, so Cheryl, like... When you, with you starting in this movie, not I, I know you didn't see a trailer or anything. Actually, like, did you see didn't, a trailer. Oh, okay. So you did see a trailer. Well, yeah. what what were you thinking going into the movie when you when you watched it? Um, I mean, I I knew it was gonna be. I mean, obviously, it's clear that it's it's about like a murder mystery. A, you know, it's a detective story. Mm-hmm. Um. But I was like, okay, you have Denzel Washington in it. It's going to be, it's got to have some kind of, it's not going to be like a regular cookie cutter standard. So my question was, how is it going to be different? How is it going to be something that we haven't ever seen before? And I guess I didn't really get the answer until the very end, (laughs) which was kind of, um, kind of cool. I kind of liked it. Uh, I, I, I guess like just kind of diving right in. Um, I was just surprised. Like, never really get to know who the murderer is, because <laughs> it's not. It's not about that. It's about the characters, really. Yeah, when you said diving right in, you were really diving right in. You go straight to the end end. of the movie. (laughs) You just skipped over everything else we could talk about to just go right to the end of the movie. All right, let's 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 talk about that. This should Um, not happen that way. (laughs) Like, yeah, like the movie is very ambiguous about like if they got the killer or not. So, like, I mean, what do you think? Do you think they got him, or do you think that he wasn't the right guy? I don't know. There wasn't enough evidence. Like, there was, like, a lot of things that kind of pointed to him, but, like, they kept investigating stuff, and it was always clean. Like, the only mm-hmm. the only thing that came close to, like, it pointing to him as being the actual murderer was the box of newspaper clippings that um, he finds the floorboard, which he broke into illegally. <laughs> And that was bothering me because I was like, whatever he finds in there, they're not even going to be. They can't even use. Yeah. And it's just like, I can't. I wanted him to solve it, but I, I didn't just solve it. <laughs> right. It's, uh, it's the, I think that's the interesting thing about the movie. Like, when I'm watching it, I get like the vibes of uh, like Seven or The Bone Collector. Like, the movie is violent, but it's not like visually violent it's not like you see violence like happening on screen like that much um it's more like you see the corpses and the things that happened to them afterwards um the implication of the violence and so you want him to solve it but it feels like they they really they really have nothing to go on and this murder is just gonna get a just gonna get away with everything um so I actually, I actually kind of liked the idea that you weren't sure if Jared Leto's character was guilty in the end because the moment I see that actor, I'm thinking, oh, that's obviously the guilty party. It's a big name actor. Like, there's no mystery. There's no murder mystery here. He's the one who did it. So, getting to the end and being like, there's no bodies buried in this in in, in this place that we're digging. 
I'm like, oh man, oh no. <laughs> so I really yeah. liked that about the movie. It was just like he was just a cool kind of character, like just so serious. Like you felt so much that you wanted it to be him because he's so like this, and <laughs> and, and and the main characters wanted it to be him too, and like. Uh, he was always on the trail, and like, there's like, you know, the music for that um, that they keep using whenever like he's onto something. But then it always the dry, and then um, you know, cutting to the end again. Um, Grammy's character just hits him in the face with a shovel, and then it's like, oh no, now what? Like, now what do we do? Although I did think it was dumb that he was there in the night by himself with Jared Leto. Well. The, he was thinking he was going to go and rescue the girl. So I, I understood why he went with him because he was convinced like we were that he was the guy that did it. And like, he wasn't trying, like before he was only worried about if the person was dead, if there was dead, then we're, we're finding the mystery. Like they try to show that when the, the parents come there and they're like looking for their missing daughter. And he's like, Hey, is she, is she dead? Do we have a corpse? They're like, no. Well, he's like, well, then she's still missing. And then he just kind of brushes them off. But him actually engaging with the family is what drives him to make that decision at the end because he's now concerned with not just catching a killer, he's concerned concerned with saving a girl. So that's the whole reason that he goes with him and is trying and is there digging holes um, because he's convinced that this guy is guilty and that this guy has buried this girl and he's this is his po- his moment to prove him wrong. What I don't understand is why when he gets there and, and finds the actual place um, and the person says she's buried on the ground and then you make the assumption she's dead, why not then just leave or call for backup at that point? Yeah, that's what I mean. Like, going there, yeah, I get Like, because that's, you know, in a way a risk that you have to take. But the whole time I was, like, there, I was, like, I feel like once he gets there and, like, he doesn't see there and it's clear that they have to do a lot of that um, it would make more sense for like remember the place, remember how to get there, and then call it in, and you know, arrest him, and then get a digging. Like I think that's you know what, what it would be reality. But um, I mean, it's a character film. It 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 really is. Like it didn't seem like it at the beginning, but it really is a character. Film. I, I I didn't feel like. I really got that at the very end when I started to figure out that like oh we're not gonna we're not gonna actually uh, the the murder. Um, yeah, no, that's very interesting because like I went in with the same kind of feelings. I didn't know that it was gonna be a character film. I thought it was gonna be just murder mystery, but not like typical. Um, although when we got to that scene at the end, I had what's in the box moments from Seven like flashing in my head. Um, I really thought that there was going to be some kind of big reveal for like what this character did, and then for that not to come. Um, yeah, and it is the moment you realize like this is actually just about these characters and what they've been dealing with and how they choose to to deal with it. You know how they choose to um, get over the things that they've done or to get by. Yeah, I mean, I think it definitely like. How it comes across is um, that Denzel Washington and uh, and Rami. Uh, yes, 
The characters were Joe and Jimmy. Denzel was Joe, and then Jimmy was Rami's character. Joe and Jimmy. So they both, like, they had their head on straight. Like, they were, and then, um, what's his, uh, the other guy's name? Albert? Albert? Um, I think it's Albert. Yeah, it was Albert. I forget. Albert yeah. uh, is Jared Leto's character. Um, he is actually, uh, he comes across as crazy. But I I think he's the only one that wasn't crazy. And you think he's the most normal? Yeah, he he actually. I mean, he just he he's creepy, but he's just the guy. And what you don't really know is that the crazy one is actually Joe. Um, and he mm-hmm. he uh, and and you don't really figure that out until later. So like, I I guess it's kind of a cool parallel. Um, like. Joe's character and figuring out that he's crazy, and then seeing like that is the path that Jim is on. Like he's gonna get there, and like by the end of the movie, kind of does. Right. They kind of try to draw those parallels between those two characters and their two like trajectories, and you're not really sure what it is that drove Joe there. You assume the thing that drove Joe there was the fact that he never caught the killer. Like that's what you're that's what you're left to assume. Um, and what you find out though, as you keep going is that like by the end of the movie, when you find out that he killed somebody and the, by accident, he killed like the last surviving witness. And then the, um, the, you find out that the other people helped him cover it up that you realize that's the thing that's driving Joe to like this craziness. It's like, not only did he never catch the killer, but he also was responsible for this person's death, this innocent person which is a direct parallel to what happens at the end with Jimmy's character, because you don't know if this person is guilty, but there's a good chance this person is innocent. And where do you go from there? And he didn't solve the crime. So it almost feels like there's stories at the same time, because you only get pieces of Joe's past and you don't like really get to know like what happened to him until the very mm-hmm. end like you think you do because they give you more and more information um as as you go and then there's a whole last bit at the at the very very end uh albert on the floor and he realizes Jim killed him where you mm-hmm. find out that he killed a girl too in the past and he was in but the only difference is that he believes that albert is guilty and manipulates Jim to believing too by planting evidence to his face. So Oh man, that moment though, that moment when that happened, like when you get the when you get the mail <laughs> and he's he's sitting in there and he opens the mail and you see the red beret and you're like there's that moment, like, yeah, yeah, okay. He was okay, guilty. He was guilty. <laughs> and then the next scene happens where he's burning the things that he bought. And I'm like, no. no! That was the most, it's like literally the last scene, right? That's when you're <laughs> right? like, oh my gosh, we don't know who the murderer is. And you don't like register that until the very last scene. That can't do that. <laughs> no, it's, it's so good though. It's a great way to end the movie, but it, like, like the movie ends, and I'm sitting there, just sitting there, like, oh my gosh, 
oh my gosh, they might have killed somebody that had nothing to do with it. And the movie told me, like my, the movie said, he's a crime buff. He's a crime buff and he follows crimes. Of course, he'd get aroused by like crimes because, like the pictures of the crimes, because he's not reliving it necessarily. He just loves crimes. He's just creepy. So, <laughs> he's creepy. Oh my gosh. So, like that last, that ending was, I, I, I love that ending, but I also hate it. <laughs> yeah. It's so good. Yeah. I mean, I hate it because. It's like, oh man, now we 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 don't have like peace, you know, like mm-hmm. it's like a cold case almost where like it sucks that you don't have that satisfaction of knowing that the like who the murderer is, like solving the case stuff like it's still unsolved and give it to you and then they take it away and it's so like uh <laughs> Yeah, yeah. It's actually it's interesting because if this was like reality, then one of two things would happen, right? Either um, the the criminal would murder somebody again um, in the future, and then you'd find out that um, that Joe lied because the this murderer is still out there, still murdering girls, or the murderer just stops murdering people, and so now it seems like um, Albert was the was the killer. But in reality, the real killer just just stopped and disappeared. But, you know, the real killer would have no way of knowing that these police officers murdered this guy that they thought was the actual killer. So in in all reality, most likely the killer would kill again and then you'd find out that this guy was actually the innocent. But, you know, the movie the movie ends, so we don't get that we don't get that catharsis. Yeah, like (laughs) (laughs) I wanna know who did it. But there is, right? there isn't, there is, it doesn't, it's, it's in the void of fantasy, it doesn't exist. Nope, it doesn't, and <laughs> it's just, it's so, it's so frustrating because you want them, because you, you want them to catch the killer also because of the fact that this is implied, and, mo- and most likely is the case, that the killer that killed the girls that Joe um, was associated with is the same killer that's killing the, the, the girls now. Um, and then it makes even more sense why at the beginning of the movie, they don't show you the person's face. I actually forgot about that. I forgot that when they have the car and the person gets out the car and is chasing the girl, that the person's in shadow and we actually never see the person's face at the start of the movie. We just, we just assume as viewers that it's Jared Leto, but there's no, we actually don't see the person. I think that, uh, you do kind of see, but like all you can see is that he has like put on and like glasses can't and um right when the witness uh was the police off office um i thought she was gonna say actually she did say probably not like that she was able to identify him and i was like yeah probably like that makes sense because like there's no way you can face she was running um, but then when she saw Jared Leto, I was like, oh, like maybe like his body shape she can identify and his looks familiar, but that that just got tough. Oh, I was so mad when that happened because I knew exactly where they were going with that. Like the moment that he stepped out and she was there and looked up, I was like, dang, as soon as he, she like looks in a lineup, she's going to pick the guy out because she recognizes him and they're going to find out that she saw him before. 
oh, oh, oh. it's like a yeah. series of unfortunate events that people just need to do their job better. <laughs> I was like nervous during that part because like they were hinting, like obviously why would you pay so much film screen time to the witness not be interviewed and and her being left alone. Uh, so I was like, oh my gosh, is something going to happen to her? Killed or something, like an accident is gonna happen or something. There's a witness. <laughs> <laughs> she got to live at least. Yeah. So. <laughs> Although I was gonna so, say she was really dumb at the beginning of the movie. <laughs> oh man, you are so right. I I actually remember myself yelling, and I was thinking to myself, Cheryl's going to be so mad so mad at me for this movie just because of the way it begins. <laughs> It was bad. I, like, I I get like the drama of it, but like, why do you get out of your car and leave it running? Yes, you please. you get out of your car, you leave it running, and the doors open. <laughs> <laughs> like, just keep driving. Exactly. But now I kind of want to go back and look at what the car looks like. Right. Um. Because now I, I don't think it was the same car. I feel like the car they were driving at the beginning of the movie was blue. And then the car that he was driving at the end of the movie was green. Yeah. But then what about the second car? Do you remember what color that car was? I think it was like a basic white and tan. Okay. It'd be interesting if that car was blue. And the, 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 and like the, the, cause remember he said that he reported the car stolen. So if the car if the car is blue, it still doesn't prove anything because the stolen. car was stolen. So you could say that the person that actually is the criminal stole this guy's car, which is a coincidence upon coincidences. But this is a movie. Now, like the more we talk about it, the more I'm like, I don't think it was him. <laughs> <laughs> you know, when I first finished the movie, I was so sure. I was like, absolutely. He was the guy. He was creepy. He was, you know, weird. He like, I think he knew de- he knew details because, oh yeah, because he, he he was at the um, what was it the 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 mile marker, right? He was at the right he was at the right mile marker when they were at that point when they were at the cars on the opposite sides and they were like doing oh, that little yeah, dance. Yeah, yeah, but that was like, coincidence. Yeah, like, none of this proves anything. <laughs> Hey, this movie should be called a a lesson a lesson on circumstantial evidence because right? that's all the movie. Is. That's why it's called the little thing, little details. <laughs> but they're not enough. It's not enough, like because there's the roast beef, like the last meal that the girl had was roast beef, and then he drives and he buys roast beef sandwiches or something, but then he gives them to like the prostitutes that are on the corner before he drives away, and it's like. He's guilty, right? That's that's guilty. No, that's 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 not enough. That's that's still circumstantial. Yeah. Yeah. This movie <laughs> is very frustrating in that way, but I think that's like I think that's probably why I really like it. This movie is um a movie that is like it's one of the movies that I used to watch a lot, like as a as a child. Like it's like the same kind of tone. It's it's a slow burn, but it's very well acted and. You have very good dialogue. Like the dialogue between uh, Joe and Jimmy is really cool. But then you have all these people basically telling 
Jimmy, don't follow into Joe's footsteps. You like you replace Joe. Don't become him. And I I mean, I just and I love that interaction, how they were, you know, it was buddy cop. You know, they they were like at odds at the beginning, but then by the end, you know, they were like best friends. And Joe even tries to like give him some peace of mind, even though it's a lie. He's crazy. So he's up here seeing people in the in his in his in his bedroom, sitting there in the dark. Freaking freaking Jimmy goes to his his room and like comes inside. It's unlocked. Looking at the wall, and this dude is just sitting there in back the with the lights off yeah. in the corner, just like, "Can I help you? Can I help you, Jimmy?" Right, like, bro. What are you doing? That's so funny. It's so crazy. Like it's just interesting how like they are pointing the finger at Jared Leto like he's the creepy one he's the crazy one he's the one that's like messing with his head but it's really Joe and like he's like a hero and I mean it's Denzel Washington you're gonna be like oh yeah he's the like school cop he's gonna solve the but he does it and he's crazy <laughs> Nope. He he literally ends the movie covering up another crime the same way he did five years prior to the beginning of the, the, the movie's story. He covered up that crime of him murdering somebody. Now he's covering up another crime of someone else murdering somebody. And then I guess the cycle repeats, and then that's how the movie ends. Like I got a I got a lot of respect for this movie. I don't think there's much more to say. I'm 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 basically done now, but I have to say that. I overall really just enjoyed the movie, and I like the fact that there's all these little things that are left up in the air, and you are left wondering if the guy actually was guilty or not. And like, I started this this talk thinking he was, but after we've talked more, I'm I'm kind of like you. I'm like, I don't actually. I think they actually killed the wrong guy. Yeah, I I don't I don't think he did it. Well, all I have to <sighs> say um, about this movie. Or to you about this. How's the trunk? <laughs> <laughs> that is all. <laughs> so creepy. Yeah. But... <laughs> all right. That's all we have to say in the movie. What about you guys down there? Like, what do you guys think about down there? If you give us a like, share, subscribe. But even if you don't, though, I've been Chris and this has been Daryl. Next time. And we will see y'all next time. <laughs>
like while they're true and they do happen in the movie, you're still it's still left up to you whether or not you want to decide um what happened um in the movie. Like so it can still be fun to like go through and be like cuz we we can't tell you. We can't tell you if the guy's guilty or not. And so part of the fun in the movie is going through it yourself and making your own conclusion on whether or not you think he is. Oh, sorry, you spelled Chris wrong. It's K H R I S H. Look, all right, for the longest time, I just, I, I am used to seeing Sarah with an H, and you guys, I don't feel like you made it clear that there wasn't an H on the end of her name. You might have said it once to me, and then never again, and then you started making jokes by putting H on the end of my name, and I did not get the joke. Um, <laughs> uh, that's debatable. But anyway, uh, what he was saying was true about the movie. It, it it's all, all we did kind of ruin the end, I guess. Um, but we also mm-hmm. didn't really talk about anything that happened in the story. Um, it's kind of hard to, really. Yeah, uh, <laughs> I I would say it started. Uh, the beginning was definitely really. It didn't really start like going for me. Uh, kind of mm-hmm. it's kind of long. Um, it's just the setup. Things are revealed throughout the movie and it's exciting. Uh, ruined yeah. it for you, but that is the nature of the show. <laughs> <laughs> Unless you've seen it before. But yeah, we, we'll work on those extensions so people can see what we're going to watch. Uh, so if they want to watch it before, we they can watch it too. Um, and then we'll also try to make it so that we have a fair mix of new stuff as well as stuff that you know that people have already already seen before. That is true. Um, the next movie that we're going to talk about today was uh, done in 2008. So, everyone's plenty of time to watch this movie. <laughs> also, I would barely call this a movie. It's like 42 minutes. That's a short film. Yeah. Well, we'll get into that. Uh, <laughs> to say. So. <laughs> Although, I guess short films are, film, are movies. What am I saying, Chris? <gasps> well, I was actually, no, it's kind of almost like a mini series. All right, whatever, whatever. <laughs> That's true. It's like a it's a sh- it's short film person feature. Mm-hmm. Right. But I guess the but... this one kind of falls. Uh, we're talking about Doctor Horrible sing along vlog, by the way. Um, it it kind of uh, <laughs> it kind of falls in 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 the exact time of being an awkward. Like yeah. thirty minutes. Uh, like five to thirty minutes. That's that's a solid short film length, and then like an hour or so. That's a solid length. Forty's mm. like right there in the middle. <laughs> Even fifty minutes <laughs> is like a is that could be a feature. Forty minutes is like right in between short and longer, and so it's like most awkward amount of uh time. So. Yeah, no, absolutely. Like I remember when we were doing our documentary, that was one of the things that we were coming up with, um, coming up against was that it was like I think it was forty two minutes, and that was just too short to be considered a feature film. Yeah. 
but it's a, that's a little too long to be a short film. Um, so yeah, that's 100% <laughs> true. Too short to be a short, too, or too long to be a short, and too short to be a long. Yep, it's a, it's a paradox. <laughs> but, you're, right. but yeah, Dr. Horrible sing-along blog, that's what we're about to start talking about. Um, so yeah, whenever you're ready, Cheryl, and I gotta remember my intro this time, I'm gonna get it right. It's gonna be, <laughs> it's gonna be beautiful. All right, don't don't go on a bad streak twice in a row. <laughs> right. Well, I gotta tell myself that we're not doing it wasn't that good next because for the last couple of weeks we've been doing an open discussion and it wasn't that good. Right. So another open discussion. That's what we're doing. I know. Right. I, like I, right. you're right because I almost felt like I had to do the opening. I was like, oh yeah, <laughs> I don't have to do the opening today. All right, let's go. Cheryl, Cheryl, like I don't gotta do shit. Let's go. All Lean back and I press a button. Press record. <laughs> <laughs> All right, here we go. Uh, Ready? Yep. Oh, good, good. Your tongue untied. <laughs> it's untied. All right, here we go. One, two, or three, two, one, go. Hey, what's up, everybody? This is an open discussion with C3 Films. My name is Chris, and this is Cheryl. And today we're going to be talking about Dr. Horrible's sing along blog. So we are going into spoilers. If you haven't seen it, go, in, go ahead and watch it and come back and watch this. But let's go ahead and just jump right into it. Cheryl, this is the movie that you recommended for us to watch for an open discussion, even though we had, like, I mean, and we've watched movies that we've seen before before on this show. Um, tell me why you wanted us to watch this. <laughs> it's one of my favorite things ever because it's so unique. Um, we were talking a little bit about the awkward length where it's too... Uh, it's too short to be a full-length movie, but it's too long to be a short movie. But it doesn't matter, because, like, it's so solid that it doesn't feel... It doesn't feel weird to me when I watch it, like, the length of it. Uh, it doesn't feel too long or too short. Okay, maybe I felt too short because I wanted more, but um, there's just... Yeah, fangirl. <laughs> <laughs> but, um... I do have to say that the beginning is a little bit slow. He does kind of talk by himself for like five minutes before, um, before the, the first song starts. Um, and at the very first time I watched it uh, back in 2008, I was actually like, oh, what's drag? And then, and I didn't even know who Neil Patrick Harris was. I didn't know oh. who Nathan Fillion was. And I didn't know who Felicia Day was. Um, this is like the first time I saw. This is 2008, sir. It's 2008. Stop. Stop being a drum about this. Okay. <laughs> but like over the you. years, <laughs> over the years, I'm just like, how like amazing is it that uh, Joss Whedon? I didn't even know who Joss Whedon was. Like all like it's just. I know. <laughs> It's like all of my favorite actors and director. It's just, it's like no wonder I like it so much. Um, but like the from the music to the structure, like the structure is, it's it's pretty it's pretty cookie cookie cutter. I I would say because you know they even break it down in uh, and three acts. Episodes, yeah. So, but they're literally the acts. So like cleanly separated for us to like know like okay this is where we are at, um, 
but like the writing is so clever the writing is funny like the jokes are so funny like i still laugh like i watched it times in the last two <laughs> days <laughs> and the songs are so great um but uh i'd have to say my favorite song is um when uh is the first song in act when um they're having a um, oh yes. Yeah, it's called. Well, um, they're on a date and stuff. Yeah, when uh, Captain Hammer and um, Penny are on a date at the homeless shelter. <laughs> yeah. And then um, Doctor Horrible kind of drops in on them. Uh, so the song is called "I Cannot Believe My Eyes." Duets really like the reason why I love it so much is because well, one, I love duets, and two, is because um, the lyrics are very clever and just the song itself is clever because mm-hmm. because her side of the song is like everything is amazing everything is awesome and then his side of the song is everything sucks like going wrong um they have like uh rhymes which thing at the same time uh filth and lies versus growing wise like everyone's growing wise so you can see that like parallel that divine they literally had a divide <laughs> Right? Well, no, that's, that's true. And it's just so good. It's definitely my favorite okay. cover. Okay. I'll stop talking. So, <laughs> I, got, I got one question for you, though. Did you watch it with subtitles? Uh, I don't know. Maybe. Because <laughs> I didn't, and I didn't, I couldn't hear anything that they were singing when they were singing on top of each other. Oh, okay. <laughs> And I was trying, like, I I like the I like the melody of the song, and I wanted to like really hear the lyrics. But when they're when they do those parts, and I and I've and they're not it's not unique to this. Like other plays and musicals do it all the time too. But when they're singing on top of each other and they're not saying the same things, I find myself hearing one thing more than the other. But then I'm trying to hear both of the things that they're saying, and then I end up hearing nothing. That's and when, that's what happened to me. That's when you look up the lyrics, silly. <laughs> I mean, I'm watching it now, and I want to be able to enjoy and, and be able to, like, relate to the moment now. And I guess, I, like, I, I saw it so many times, so I just, I know what you're saying. <laughs> and, that's, and that's fair. It's a small criticism, but that is something that happened for me. I, my personal favorite song is when he's talking about how he's going to murder um, Hammer. I think that that's just like right, like right after that, we when Hammer's leaving, and he's like, "Oh, I'm going to give her the business," and I'm like, "Oh no!" <laughs> and he just starts talking, and he, and he has that moment. Where he's like, "I'm going to kill him. I'm going to kill this man," and he just starts thinking about murdering him. I'm like, yeah, <laughs> the murder song is my is is my song. So, I love it. I love it. This this is interesting though because, like, it's. You're right. It is very, it is very funny, and for the most part, it's very silly and happy. The horse, the horse, the horse villain, <laughs> and when he sends his messages, you have Jed Whedon and yes. the others coming out, and just like that's great. Like I and legit, I legit smile. And you don't actually find out that um, Dark Horse is actually a horse, <laughs> a dark colored horse, until horse. the very, very end, and you're like, oh, okay. Dark horse is a horse. Okay. I don't know why I didn't see that coming, but 
especially with everything else. Dark Horse talking about murdering people. Talk, Dark Horse talking about you better not fail me. Yo, Dark Horse be scary. <laughs> I ain't trying to mess with Dark Horse. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Shoot. But I think what but we have to talk about the 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 giant dark horse in the room. And that being that this is still something written by Joss Whedon, a man notorious for murdering his characters, right? Like with like, specifically the ones that you love. And I like I knew going into this movie what was going to happen and we already gave a spoiler alert. But like when Felicia Day's character dies, it feels like it's out of nowhere because this is such a happy thing. It's like, we're happy. We're having fun. Doesn't we're making it? jokes. I mean, yes, but I, 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 I'm not going to lie. I'm not going to, I'm not going to say that I wasn't surprised the first time I saw it. Maybe that's why I like this movie. It's because <laughs> she dies. But, um, <laughs> but uh, if, if you really think about it uh, and you break down characters, um, like he's a villain. Doctor Horrible is a villain, mm-hmm. and villains usually don't get their way in in a story. But in this movie, he's a hero. Like he's our hero. We want um want him to win, and he does win, but he actually right. loses. And the whole time throughout the movie, he's not getting the girl. Like and and she is the thing that is kind of causing his destruction so in a way she is the villain kind of yeah no that's a really that's a really good take on it um the thing i was gonna say about that is that so the whole thing with him for me is a tone thing i think it makes sense that she dies but i think the tone shift is what got me because this didn't feel like something where people would die is my is what is mainly what i was thinking when i'm watching it and seeing how fun it is, even if it's villains and stuff like that, it doesn't seem like something where death would happen. Even it felt, it feels like even if like it ends, um, like however it's going to end, like everyone's still going to be alive, but maybe people are like, you know, in different places or their background started or she didn't end up with anybody. So it was just the fact that actual death occurred is what caught me off guard because the tone didn't lead me to believe that someone was going to die, especially by getting impaled. I mean, Dark Horse did tell him to kill somebody. So. Yeah, but I still think that <laughs> it's gonna be funny. I still think it's gonna like based off of what we've seen so far. Maybe it'd be different if like I saw someone murdered or someone died like up until that point. But literally, the first death that happens in this in that movie happens at the end. Yeah. So <laughs> it caught me off guard. But 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 to your point though, and I think this is a really good point um, about like him being. He's the villain, but he's the hero, and the villain doesn't usually get what he wants. I'd actually argue that he does get what you want, but what he wants. But the story is be careful what you wish for. Because what he wants is he wants the girl, but he also wants to be in the, the Legion of Doom or this like, universe is the League of Evil. Yeah. <laughs> and by the end, he gets it. But it's like he's he's told by Dark Horse to murder somebody, and he can't bring himself to murder um Hammer. And so through happenstance, he is attributed with the murder of Hammer's girlfriend, which is Felicia Day. So he doesn't actually kill anybody, but he still gets what he wants. He gets to be in the league, but then he realizes that what he wanted may not have been what he really wanted 
because he doesn't get the girl. And literally the movie ends with him saying, I feel nothing. And then it's credits. And it's like, oh no. Oh, yeah. I thought we were I thought we were having a good time. <laughs> <laughs> that is true. And and literally the last shot of the movie is him doing his vlog, but it's like he always does his vlog with Dr. Horrible outfit. But the last shot was his frame of the vlog, but he was wearing street clothes. Yep. So it's like he got stripped away. Yeah, and even that edit, because that edit is him singing, and he's loud, he's verbose, um, like he's entering into the door, and then it just hard cuts, and he's sitting there, like you said, and he's just like, I won't feel a thing, or whatever, however he says it, but it's just, it's not musical, it's just plain, he's saying it directly to camera, straight, straight-faced, and then his credits, and I think that's one of the things that really just got me about it, is that like, you go through the entire thing thinking, oh, this is funny, oh, this is great, like we're having a good time, and then you get to the end, and it's just no. This is still a weed in property, and we are ending on a dour note. The girl died, and the guy that we were rooting for gets what he wants, but doesn't get what he wants, and then that's the end. Do you want to talk about no catharsis? <laughs> no catharsis. <laughs> that was the yo. That should have been the theme of the movies that we decided to watch. It should have just been <laughs> no catharsis. <laughs> It's not what you think. You're not going to be happy at the end of the movie like you thought you would. <laughs> right? But I like, was happy. I guess, I guess you're right. I, I forgot that I wasn't happy at the end because I was having such a good time with the rest of the movie. <laughs> yeah, well, I guess when you realize, when you know that, when you know what's coming, then it's easier to, like, enjoy it. Um, and that's fine. Um, but yeah, like, on that first view, and that first viewing, I remember feeling like, of course, this is Joss Whedon. Why would I expect anything less? I definitely got the feels. I happened. At the same time, I was like, yeah, someone died. <laughs> <laughs> you were you were so dark. It's not, <laughs> it's not like I want people to die. I just, I just like that it's not what you expect. Oh, like I thought you, you were going to say it's not that you want people to die. It's I just, just want that you people like to die. It <laughs> <laughs> it's not that I want people to die. It's that I want people to die. <laughs> <laughs> I, you want them to die horribly. <laughs> you have a PhD in horribleness. <laughs> <laughs> Remember, do not bounce the Wonderflonium. It looks horribly familiar. <laughs> <laughs> that one got me. I was laughing so hard. <laughs> oh, bro. That was, that was totally on purpose. He knows how you look. Yeah. <laughs> I really do like the, the play that they had uh, on the word horrible. Because um, even like the in, in, in that uh, one of the last songs when when uh the showdown um when Captain Hammer is frozen and like tell everyone it was horrible <laughs> in the song and then he was like oh it's spelled it's Doctor Horrible spelled H O H O two R's two R's two R's 
Oh gosh. Yeah. No, this is it's a fun little thing. It's on YouTube. Um, so like if you haven't watched it, you can watch it on YouTube. And it's only like 42 minutes, so it's really it's really short. It's basically the, the it's it's less it's less time to watch than an episode of something on Netflix. So, you know, you can get done really and pretty quickly. But yeah, I mean I don't really have much else to say. I just I I enjoyed it. I I enjoy this is like Whedon at his finest. You know, when you watch the Buffy episode, the Buffy musical episode, it's got it it flashed me back to that watching this. You know, it's it's great. It's it's clever writing, it's clever words, like you said, clever lyrics, and then it's still storytelling and it's still like consequences. And I think that's one of the things that I personally like so much about it is the fact that it is that um, tale of be careful what you wish for because it might come true. But what's it going to cost if it does come true? And then you find out that the thing that you wanted is not the thing that you needed, which, to be fair, is the thing that uh, Wonder Woman 84 was trying to do. But this is something that did it a lot stronger. Yeah, for sure. I mean, I I could talk on and on and on about this, um, but I I won't. What else do you want to say? Say what else you want to say because maybe I'll have something to say based off what you say. Tell me what else you what, what else you got. I mean, the music itself was just like there's a lot of numbers. Uh, surprisingly, no, not a lot of dance. There's like no dance. <laughs> for music. Well, how many songs? There's like six or seven, right? Uh, or is there more than that? There's ten. Oh. Yeah. Really? Uh, if you count, like, because um, they do, like, redo the theme. Like, that's the other thing. Like, this is what Avengers lacks, everyone. <laughs> Musical <laughs> motifs. <laughs> <laughs> There's a theme for everything. Everyone has their own theme. They have their own song. Even Captain Hammer has a song. <laughs> Isn't that like the Manly song? Was yeah. That, was that what his song was? He's, uh, yeah. Uh, man's gotta do what a man's gotta do. Right, a man gotta do. The only yeah, doom okay. that's looming is loving me to death. <laughs> <laughs> so I'll give you a sec to catch your breath. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> but yeah, everyone has their own theme, and it's reused. Um, even like the the last song, um, and uh, is like Penny's already dead. Um, and then that that song, everything you ever wanted, starts. That's mm-hmm. um, and then it transitions into um, when is like having a party to the League of Evil, and then that song is the same tune as Brand New Day and the theme song together. So okay. They get they get uh kind of mixed together, but you could still hear the distinct like it just kind of rocks on, and then um yeah, I mean it's just. It's it's very well. Like I kind of almost am reminded of *Fan of the Opera*, which is my favorite all-time musical. And um, there's a lot of uh, sweats. Like musicals to me are really impressive when you have harmony in 
<clears throat> not just one person at the or one time. That's common. But then you go into having three main characters at the same time is yeah. when it gets really impressive. All have their own thing, but like it all comes together and it still sounds good. Like you may not know what they're saying all the time. Like I still to this day um don't know exactly everything of what everyone says trio song in um Phantom of the Opera. Same thing with this because there's just so much going on, like and and like the important things are highlighted and accented that you hear what's important. It's really hard to do that. It's hard to have three people singing at the same time the song but still like enjoying the music. It's not a mess, it's not a mush. Yeah. I actually was wondering, I found myself wondering, because um, I don't I don't know so much about recording, um, like duets uh when you're in a studio or whatever but i was wondering how they were able to harmonize all three of these characters because i imagine you know because when you're doing film you're you want to get clean audio so you're trying to get these audio like each individual character's audio by himself and then later on you can lay them together but i was wondering like for this with these three actors singing did they do a pass with all three harmonizing together so that they could kind of get an idea and then after that separate them and sit and record each of their segments um like individually and and then if they did that how did they get it so that they were able to be so perfect that they those three separate tracks were able to be just laid on top of each other and have it work and, and have it just work because the thing part of it part of harmonizing is being able to go off of what you're hearing the other person do as well as i at least i would imagine so like that you're right that is that is something that is very impressive first of all on broadway they do live so yeah just practice uh second of all i'm pretty sure that um when they did the sound recording for this that they had um individual recordings but it's also possible that um i can't remember the thing that i watched um also i but um, <laughs> it's possible that they had like sound and at the same time mm-hmm. wearing headphones that they could get into oh. audio. That would make sense. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, because like no, because like it makes sense on Broadway because yeah, you're doing it live, you're hearing the other person, and they're in the room with you. But I feel like it'd be very hard to harmonize with someone where you're not actually hearing them in the room with you. Um, so like if they had like headphones where they could hear each other, then yeah, but they were in their own separate rooms and that, that actually makes the most sense. That's how they usually record a duet or regular <laughs> like Disney films and stuff. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah. No, I mean, you're definitely right. Like I, I like plays, um, probably more than musicals, but I still do enjoy musicals. But I think I think a lot of the finer details might have been lost on me for for this. Like I listened to the song and I appreciate it, but then some of those times when, like I was saying earlier, when the audio was overlapping, it just sounded like noise to me, and I wasn't able to appreciate it as much as I wanted to. Um, but I can definitely appreciate with what you're saying as far as like the skill behind it, the words that are being said, and um, and the way that they are all able to like work together, and it is something that's very strong. 
I mean, there's there's definitely a lot of like little things. <laughs> there's a lot of details uh, that you might not pick up on the first time or maybe time you watch it. But um, for example, at the very beginning, the very first like doing his laugh and and at the very end of the movie, he does he does this laugh, and it's like it's such a good evil laugh, and it's like ah, uh, oh, he's been practicing. <laughs> nice, yeah, it's Stuff the like details, yeah. right? Like there are these you... little things that come back. Ah, uh, there are these what? Little things. So you would say it's the little things. <laughs> the little things, yeah. <laughs> I already, made that that, matter. I already made that joke and you're just picking up on it. I know! I'm so sorry! My brain, my brain is not working. It's been a long day. That is a good one. I, I applaud. I applaud it. And very, very well done. So people understand where this joke is coming from. We had just previously recorded our episode for the little things. <laughs> It makes total sense. You're watching this like weeks later, but trust us, it made sense at the time when we recorded it. <laughs> oh man. All right. All right. Well what else you got? Um I I can leave it at that. Uh there's there's a lot of cute little jokes in there. I'm not gonna list them all out there's too many. There's too many favorites, but I'm gonna leave you with this. Um, there's a third, like, you know how people have layers? Mm-hmm. Um, so there's a third, even deeper level that's just the same as the first layer. Exactly the same as the first layer. Oh, yeah. Cheesy like a pie. Cheesy. <laughs> Cheesy on the outside. <laughs> that yes. is my line of the, of the movie. But I put out there. <laughs> well, that that line goes with one of my favorite uh, moments in the movie, where he finds out that Hammer's gonna come to see him, and he's about to leave, and she's like, "Wait, don't. What about your clothes?" And he goes, and looks at those I, don't says, I, don't <laughs> "I don't love these. I don't love these." What is this? Oh man, it's. Uh, it's Nathan great. Fillion it's... is so he's so good and he's so funny in his Oh yes. Nathan he's Fillion. he's he's Nathan Fillion. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Like and he looks good in this movie. I was looking at him, I was like, Yeah, you, you look like a superhero, bro. You could totally <laughs> be a superhero. I believe it. I like how like his number he's like, Oh man, God dude. <laughs> <laughs> what a man's got to do <laughs> I like how he's not like Mancho he's just like <laughs> yeah, <right. laughs> oh man oh and how he pushes Felicia Day into garbage oh yeah and then, and then she swoons over him I and know. Dr. Hubble's like did you forget that he pushed you into garbage? Exactly. Are we not going to talk about that? <laughs> and then he didn't even need to push you because I literally stopped the car. Right. <laughs> you would have been fine. <laughs> I would have saved you. This movie is so no. good. <laughs> it is. And like I think that's the thing that we're starting to like, like or not starting, but that 
um, that we that we know we really appreciate about movies are the details and the details that come back. That's what like really makes it so that we can enjoy something because it shows that the the creators put a lot of attention thought. into the film and thought. Yeah, and it makes it more fun to it makes it fun to watch in the first viewing, but it makes it so fun even more fun to go back and watch it again, which yeah. you've watched it like. Five hundred times at this point. I don't even know how many times. I I, I bought it too, so I have it. <laughs> you gave them money too. <laughs> <laughs> it was only five bucks. <laughs> I mean, I, it's 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 fine. It's, it's worth free it. now, but yeah, <laughs> I should buy the soundtrack. By the way, I heard that they're gonna have a sequel, but I don't know if that's true. Because uh, I think Josh Jin was like in a, a Comic Con or something. And everyone was asking him if there's people, and that the um that's something about like that we have to understand is yes. (laughs) (laughs) That's a great response, by the way. (laughs) But it's been so long, and nothing's happened. So when you said this was 2008, Doctor Horrible? Yeah. Wow. Yeah, that was. That's crazy because I didn't see I didn't see Doctor Horrible until 2013 I think or no maybe 2012 2012 or 2011 actually but it it was a while I didn't see it when it came out clearly um, I didn't realize that okay well yeah it has been a long bit <laughs> at least at least NPH is still around and doing stuff and so is Nathan Fillion doing the Tony so and, um yeah. I mean I guess the other thing that I really love and find inspiring about is just just thinking about like it Joss Whedon doing whatever the heck he wanted to do. Yeah. It was a low budget film and he just basically got a bunch of his friends together to make this project. Um, Like he and Nathan Fillion always work together and obviously his brother. So he's really just like a director, a guy that want to work with and they all came together and made this cheap film yeah <laughs> like yeah they built a world where you could have this device and throw it on top of a card like blocks away and it lands and on the car it. and it controls the car like it's it's cheaply made it's a fantastical world where people have powers hourglass <laughs> <laughs> Right. Or like what um what they were saying down in the chat, uh the dream where your buddies are professional actors and you yourself are also a well known television director and television producer that also comes from a family of T V producers and writers. Yeah. Like I said, <laughs> he's just some guy, so <laughs> oh yeah, just just some guy. He definitely didn't do Buffy and Angel and wasn't in the process of doing Oh, Buffy, Angel, Firefly, and was in the process of doing, um, oh man, I forgot that show, what it was called with Eliza Dushku, because that was during, that was in like 2008 as well. Um, man, I forgot, forgot what the name of that show was. But anyway, <laughs> point is, and that's not even the first, that w- those weren't even his first writing credits. So yeah. yeah, I mean, it is kind of a perfect storm of everything that you'd want. Like you're a well-known, you're a well-known like writer, director, producer. Um, and you're working with well-known actors that are also your friends. Friends, so 
I mean, it's a lot more doable um, yeah. in that case. So, but I mean, the fact is, at least he still went and worked outside the studio system. Um, and he was in the position where he could do that. So, yeah. It's still inspiring. <laughs> so, but, no, anyway. <laughs> absolutely. Absolutely. Um, well, I think that's all for me. I could talk more, but, you know. <laughs> Okay, well, let's go ahead. We're going to cut it there. Um, but did you guys see Dr. Horrible? Uh, what did you think about it? And whatever you thought, go ahead, leave us a comment. And while you're down there, if you could like, share, subscribe. But even if you don't, though, I have been Chris, and this has been Cheryl, and we'll see you guys next time. Yeah, you do. Watch it again. <laughs> oh, gosh. I mean, it doesn't take that long to watch it. Um, Cheryl clearly has like fangirled out over it. So it's one of my favorites. And if you no, haven't that's... seen it, you should see it. Yeah, no, I saw it because my because Joe Joe is a really big fan of Joss Whedon and stuff. So that's like you know that's why I ended up seeing it. But I do enjoy it, and I do think it's funny, and I was laughing, um, and I like the fact that I could watch it quickly. <laughs> That was their second Joss Whedon film. Yeah, because we did Avengers. So I get a feeling we're going to probably have a couple of Joss Whedon films on here. I already have another one on our list. I'm trying to guess what it would be. <laughs> um, you would never guess. Not Serenity. What's the other Joss Whedon film that you could put on there? I know he came out with another film like after Avengers. Uh, but I don't remember what that movie was called. Cabin in the Woods. Oh, Cabin in the Woods. That he didn't direct that though. Oh, he didn't. That was no. That was Drew Garter. Did he write that it? That directed that. Writer. He might have had a writing writer. credit. I he might he might have had a writing credit, but I think he was a producer. <laughs> Are you reading the comments? You're right. Yeah, I'm reading the comment. You're right. I can't run away from you right now. Like I, it's funny. I'm in my home and I can't run away. <laughs> this so you is feel this connected. is your chance. <laughs> I mean, hey, Twitch and video games. That's what connects. That's what connects all of us. Like I love it. Um. Okay, wait. I wanted to see. Okay, so. At some point, that means we have to watch Cabin in the Woods. Okay. Oh, and I guess I have to edit this uh, these segments out tonight, and you do you as well, so we can post the um, all the little things for tomorrow, right? Oh, yeah, that's right. Because we don't have any... Do we even have anything set for tomorrow? I don't think so. Uh, no, I left it blank. Okay, cool. So, yeah, so we need to make sure that... Um, they both do that. I mean, that's fine. We got all night. Like, all you got, all you got to do is just upload it. Now, go in and just change the little specifics about it. I forgot this. Uh, I was looking over my and I was. Oh, I totally forgot about Kenny's last line. She was like, "Captain Hammerlin." <laughs> oh yeah. Oh, that was so oh, bad. He ripped my heart out. That's not the last thing he wanted to hear her say. Nope. Nope. Just weeded, you sad. I know, right? It's dark, man. I'm just telling you. Stop this... playing with my feelings. <laughs> mm-hmm.
Like this man, he he like he likes making you feel things. He had a cameo act. Dark Horse. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> that was a real horse. I know it was a real horse. <laughs> I looked at you like it that. It was Joss Whedon in a horse costume. Yeah, <laughs> I know, right? I know Jed Whedon had had a cameo, but he was a. Um, uh, it's it said that he played uh dead David Bowie or like zombie zombie. Dead oh, <laughs> no, he was also one of the cowboys, the cow people. That was that's how I want mm. to get all of my. <laughs> I know, right? Sing it to me. <laughs> yeah, singing it to you while they're also threatening your life. Like we are going to kill you, but you are having fun. We are going to kill you. Your life will be done. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna change my ringtone to Dark Horse. <laughs> right no um and marissa T- uh tancherion uh was in the movie too and i believe that is um i can't remember if that's jed whedon's wife i think that's jed whedon's wife um but yeah she was mm-hmm. yeah she was like one of the the groupies oh okay yeah i don't know if they were married back then but i she was at least in the in the movie um and then yeah but you saw she also had a like writing credit and producing credit on it and mm-hmm. stuff like that so yeah, yeah. and she, you know she's gone on since then to work on the other stuff like agents of shield and things like that did you notice that um dollhouse oh my god that's what the show was called okay it just it just happened <laughs> it, it just, just came, came to, to me <laughs> it literally just came to me i'm sitting there like I was what, like just someone give me the answer or something <laughs> No, I literally just it just popped in my head. Um. Anyways, I was I was trying to ask you if you noticed that in the homeless, um, homeless shelter scene in the soup kitchen. Mm-hmm. Did, did you notice that Neil Patrick Harris was background behind Captain Cameron pouring for homeless people pouring? <laughs> no, I didn't notice Wait, that. Watch it again. Watch that scene. Um, beginning of Act Two, he's like he's in the in the background and he has this false mustache, <laughs> and he's like he has the ladle and he's like pouring like he's holding a bowl like he's supposed to be ladling it in the bowl, but he's just like doing this, <laughs> watching them <laughs> behind Captain Hammer. <laughs> it's so good. <laughs> Oh man, I'm glad that they had fun. It's it's cool when you watch <laughs> things where you can tell that the people working on it all had fun working on yeah. it. Yeah, I mean, I love Neil Patrick. Yeah, actor. I've been within two feet of him. Oh really? That's cool. Yeah, well, he's on. Uh, well, he he's on. Um, he's in the new Matrix movie. Oh. Yeah. So. He was he. I was um by the the vans that were picking up to take people back to um back to base camp by the end of the at the end of the day of shooting, um and yeah he walked by and like literally I heard he was on set but I wasn't close enough to like see him or be around him that day or be around anybody that day, but then yeah he walked by he was by himself no one else was with him and literally walked by me and I looked up and I was like oh shit. 
that was Neil Patrick Harris. Dope. <laughs> <laughs> So I didn't talk to him or anything. I I don't I don't like doing that. Uh, well, one I'm working, um, and two it's like, you know, they get enough people that are coming up to them and being like, "Oh my god, I love you," and I think everything else like that. So it's like, yeah, you know, let them do their thing, let them live. Yeah, I know <laughs> that, that that would be you. Uh, I've never but, done that before. I've seen like Tim Russ uh, in Las Vegas uh, walking mm-hmm. around, and I like I. Really wanted to go up to him and say hi, but I was too shy. Uh, yeah, I mean, most of the time they're going to be ch- chill because they have an image to maintain, but at the same time it's like, you know, uh, the other thing that's is that since I'm everyone, also working. But, yeah. Uh, yes, that's true. Yeah, not everybody. <laughs> um, But, you know, like I was just thinking to myself, I'm also working. You know, like I would love to uh, say yo, what's up, man? Um, But, eh. So, it's all good. If it were in a different setting, like if it was a rap party and he was there, why not? Yeah. So. All right. Well, but, I think uh, we've been long enough. You see, you ain't you ain't used to this. See, this what? is this is the beginning. Oh, it's just you think the beginning. we should be streaming longer. We only have five years now, and one of them is you. <laughs> <laughs> don't don't worry about the don't worry about the viewers. Worry about the content. The viewers oh. will come at, come with time. Okay. But in but in no but in general though, like most streams, like an hour stream is a super 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 short stream. Um, you know, because people jump in, they drop out. That just that just happens. We are not playing a game or anything. We are just talking, so we don't necessarily need to go for too long. But you know, if, if we if we're going for an hour, that's not that's not a long time. That's actually short. I remember seeing a talk with David Tennant recalling the guy who ambushed him for an autograph in the shower of a gym. Oh my gosh. Yo, that dude was desperate. He I was mean, so desperate. I also really like David Tennant, so I don't know if David I would cool. go in the shower, though. <laughs> yeah, you wouldn't be that bold. Security! <laughs> well... Why not, let's like before we before we do in the stream because I do I I will say I do want to eat um at the very least but before we end the stream how about let, do we know what we want to watch for this upcoming week that is true next um we definitely have to do an episode okay so then that so then for it wasn't that. Good. What do we have in our? Oh, I need to start adding some things that it wasn't that good. Uh, Star Wars. I is that a trick question? Uh, <laughs> the answer is the answer is always no for Star Wars seven, eight, and nine. Um. Okay, wait. All right. When you say watch Star Wars, which what do we have to watch? Seven, eight, and nine. All three? Okay, fine. Uh, that's three episodes. How about nine? Because that was. Yeah, but I don't think anyone would disagree with us, though. Okay, episode I, seven. It, it, it probably would have to be seven or eight because people love. I mean, they. Yeah, people think seven was okay. People 
eight is the one that split everyone. Some people think eight is good. Some people think eight is trash. And then nine is the one everyone agrees it, agrees on is just awful. Or should we but define the, the show? Because does it have to be a show about movies that are controversial, where it's like fifty fifty, bad? or should it just be a show where we shit on movies? <laughs> <laughs> I guess, I guess it could just be. I mean, I like the idea of it being a show that we just shit on movies because then it gives us more movies to watch. Yeah, and I guess like it doesn't limit what we can talk about or like which movies we can talk about. Mm-hmm. So yeah, so if that's the case, then yeah, it just has to be a movie that we both agree isn't like we didn't really enjoy it. Um, the other thing we have on here is Beach and La La Land. Um, yeah. well, La La Land is definitely controversial, but I really don't want to mm-hmm. watch that movie. <laughs> right, Prestige is also controversial. <laughs> so, um... At least I hadn't seen that one, but I actually tried to watch La La Land, and I couldn't. I didn't make it past the first, the opening highway scene. <laughs> So, yeah, I haven't actually seen La La Land. Make a Discord with all that we're watching? That makes sense. Oh, so that, okay. Yeah. That's a good idea. Yeah, we have to have a, a way to um, So, I added yeah. um, I added a couple of Two of them are coming out. Um, sorry, not next week. All two weeks. Oh, that's um, breaking news in Yuba. Yuba County. What are these movies? Um, so Willie's Wonderland. That's Nick Cage. Um, and it's like oh, a- I'm already gonna watch it. Doesn't <laughs> matter. Nick Cage. I'm down. All right, cool. Okay. Uh. Uh, in case anyone else was wondering, it's like he, <laughs> it's like a horror, scary film. But oh my gosh, even more! Oh yeah, I'm getting excited. <laughs> but it's like it's kind of like a Chuck Norris thing, where it's like he's not afraid of the ghosts. The ghosts are afraid of him. <laughs> Yo. <laughs> Yo, this movie sounds awesome. Yeah, was it's gonna be on H? What? what? You didn't put what what is it, the watch what's what's the um, watch source? I don't know yet. Okay. I I tried looking it up, but it's not out yet. Uh, it's called Willie's Land. Um, Nicholas Cage. And then there's another one called Breaking the County. Um, and it's about um this lady who uh like has. And um, it kind of like goes through a whole media story before it actually gets investigated. Yeah, happens. Before, um, get involved. Oh, okay. So, Interesting. Um, yeah, you got uh, some good picks. I, I was shopping. <laughs> yeah, these are good. And then 
And then I picked Lockdown. That that one is. Uh, I liked Lockdown. Oh, did you, All right. Oh, oh no. Wait. Uh, locked down, or I'm thinking. I might be thinking of Lockdown. I'm thinking about a movie with Guy Pierce. Uh, is that the... Anne Hathaway? Okay, so no, it's a different movie. I think the movie I'm thinking about is Lockdown, not Locked Down. Okay. Um, but, but that one's basically but, kind of like COVID, where everyone's on lockdown, and um, I think they're professional. And it's like a, it's the same same writers as uh, Mr. and Mrs. I have that action, uh, manager dynamic where they do crazy thing. Well, lockdown. Everyone's like wearing masks and stuff. Let's let's do it. All right, I want to watch Lockdown for next week. Okay, and then we can and then we can watch. One, uh, let's do Willy's Wonderland first. Okay, because yeah, that week. for the following week. Um, and then um, for it wasn't that good. Let's watch Star Wars Episode Seven, <laughs> and then we'll just uh, and then we'll start we'll slowly start adding some other things to it wasn't that good. I can look up some movies too, or think of some. Okay. So I was the, watch- the movie. Mm-hmm. What you say? I usually watch these. With my boy. Um. But watching a bad movie, like nope, <laughs> you do that on mm. your own time. <laughs> That's fair. I already I- saw it, and it was bad, so. <laughs> That's fair. Like, I mean, I wouldn't ask anybody to watch any of the Star Wars sequels, like, again. I wouldn't ask. I wouldn't ask that for anyone. I'd ask people to watch the prequels again, but I would not ask them to watch the sequels. Um. So yeah, but it looks like the movies that we're going to be watching next week are Locked Down, L O C K E D, um, space D O W N, and that one is on HBO Max. So we're gonna watch. Locked down, and we're gonna watch, and we're gonna watch Star Wars Episode Seven for it wasn't that good. First comment. <laughs> I don't understand. I turned on Doctor Old Sing Along blog. It's everything he ever wanted. All all it cost him was a penny. <laughs> <laughs> Whoa. Oh. Oh no! I wonder if they did that on purpose. <laughs> <laughs> That's good. That's good. I like that. That's right. Sometimes the internet wins. That's clever. That's... Yeah. Yeah, it is. <laughs> um. Yeah, I gotta find out if we. Um... Yeah. If we can't, then we can watch something else. I do want to eventually rewatch Spider Verse, and I know you want to rewatch um, Cabin in the Woods. Those so are both on like, my list. <laughs> they are. I know. I know. Um, so, but those can always be our movies we default to if um, uh, we can't watch Wiley's or or Willie's. We can't watch Willie's or the um, Breaking News one. Yeah, I just helped you, and I put them. Well, thank you. <laughs> yeah, I'll go through this. Like, 
I have some homework to do. I'll go in through this list and like add some stuff. Um, we haven't looked at this list in a while, so I'll compile some stuff. Curse that list. Hey, man. Gotta go in here and do this Twitch stuff all the time. Take well, some time. I'm gonna watch Dr. Horrible again. Oh my god. I really like the music. I'm you know glad. it's called Dr. Horrible Sing Along Vlog? Like, you can mm-hmm. really sing along. I just think it's interesting. It's called the Sing Along Vlog, but he doesn't, he doesn't sing, sing in, in the, the blog. blog. <laughs> Observation. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't really <laughs> connect the dots there either. <laughs> I was like, huh, that's interesting. So, but yeah. Anyway, all right. Well, like I said look up the lyrics and then you can sing along and you could choose, you know, role play and be a different person. Time watch Dr. Marvel. <laughs> That sounds like oh, something. That. <laughs> that something sounds like something for you to do. <laughs> <laughs> How do you sing along if you don't? Oh, that's what. That's what yeah. I'm saying. You, you look at yeah. the lyrics. Oh gosh. So. <laughs> exactly what she did. <gasps> oh lord, no! I'm I'm done. I'm done. Um, I can do all right, I would I like want to... with my free time. Yes, that's true. Yes, you can. Um, so we know what we're watching now. We're watching Lockdown, and we're watching Star Wars Episode Seven for next week. Um, so yeah, we can talk for an extra like a minute or two off stream, but I think this is a good time for us to call it. All right. We'll see everyone next week. Same place, same time. Yep. <laughs> thank you guys for chi- thank you guys for chilling with us. And uh, yeah, we're gonna we're slowly building this up. So every week, me and Cheryl add a little bit more to our stream stuff. So we'll start thinking about Discord. We have a couple of other things on our agenda um, to just for general improvement stuff, um, the extensions and things like that. So yeah. <laughs> well, first of all, you're spelling it wrong. So. Oh my gosh. Okay. <laughs> all right. <laughs> all right.